Welcome to Real Weddings with Sarah. I'm Sarah Kennedy from Irish Wedding Blog, one of Ireland's leading sources for wedding inspiration, advice and support. Real Weddings with Sarah brings you an inside snoop of some of Ireland's best loved personalities and celebrity weddings. Join me as I indulge on all of the wedding goss. Today I'm mixing it up a little bit and I am joined by three gorgeous ladies who are getting married. Some are in very different stages. Some have been engaged and ready to walk down that aisle and have had to postpone. Others are just going with the flow by hook or by crook. And we've got another bride who has literally just started planning. So today I am joined by Miss Hayley Coleman. Some of you may know her because she's a bridal makeup artist, but she's a bride-to-be and also Danielle Websdale, also known as Danny the Mammy. And of course, the gorgeous Kate Kelly, who has been, I think, forever engaged. <laughs> but we'll hear her story. I'm going to go straight to Kate. Kate, how are you doing? Hello. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast today. It's great to have you. And, you know, Kate, I was only thinking about I was thinking about where was the first time I'd seen Kate? I knew I'd come across you on Instagram and I I was following your story. But you came to I recall you being at the RDS wedding fair and Sinead was there as well, who's been on previously. I interviewed Sinead on her wedding and and that's going back like a good year and a half ago. So you're you're you've been here a while. Yeah, so that's that was the first time I think I met you, Sarah. So yeah, we've been engaged now um nearly two years. So it was actually on my, the day of my birthday, um, my 27th birthday. So two years ago in April. So it feels like a long time, but for us, it kind of we wanted a bit of a long engagement because Dara, my fiance, is he was studying medicine at the time. So he didn't want to kind of get married whilst he was still you know doing exams so we kind of said right you know we'll do 2021 and just enjoy the fun of it all and so that's kind of where our planning I suppose started. And and how did he propose? So I love it it's just like such a good day so I love my birthday first of all so I'm such a planner like last year it was in lockdown and this year it's probably going to be in lockdown again so um so when I think back to it we organized so I'm from Cavan originally and my parents still live there and we organized to go to Kilka you know the boardwalk in Fermanagh so it's called the stairway to heaven so we I actually planned that with my brother and um his fiance at the time and they're now married but uh so the four of us were heading off and I had like packed lunches everything all set to go and little did I know when we got to the top, um, I was just like, oh, we pose for a photo for, you know, Instagram and whatnot. And then when I turned around, Dara was down on one knee. And I and honestly you suspected just, nothing. Nothing. Like I literally had sandwiches made. I had chocolate in the bag. Like I kind of, I, I didn't even have a notion. Like we had talked about it because we've been together seven years, like five years at the time. And I think it was just like I had organized the day for my birthday because I just love doing things on my birthday. So I wasn't expecting it. But I just like remember screaming that day, like when he proposed, like he had the ring in his like or the ring box in his hand and he had I hadn't even opened it. He hadn't opened it. I was just jumping around. So, um, yeah, like took me a while to even open the box. I was that excited. (laughs) And so from that point, so you're engaged 
let everybody know family ecstatic I, I assume seven years yeah. you know it's been long long awaited so what was your next step then when you actually when you know when all calmed down and you started to think about okay well what do we what do we want to do here yeah so I suppose we actually kind of fell in love with a venue before we even got engaged so I suppose like by the time we got in when we were engaged we were together five years so at that point it was we had actually been to Virginia Park Lodge in Cabin for a Sunday lunch with my family and they had the marquee set up they were doing um, a wedding fair the next day and myself and Dara went in we were just like going for a walk around and I looked at him and I just said like whenever we get married like this is it and it has like it holds such a nostalgia for me because we used like two of my aunties have gotten married there previously and we used to go there with my granddad for Sunday lunch like years ago and so there's a lot of kind of family history and when we just saw it set up we knew we weren't engaged but we were together so we kind of knew yeah Yeah. yeah we just got the feel like I think my advice would be for anyone looking at venues is you will get a feel when you step into that venue and even by the vibe the scene you know you'll know what what you want in that sense yeah, absolutely. So so you knew you wanted you knew you had your heart set on a venue. So that was kind of tick done. So yeah. What was the rest? So from that point that you, you got engaged, did you go ahead and book something straight away or did you hold back or what way did you do it? So we kind of held back for about a month. We were just kind of, if I'm being honest, just in the engagement bubble with like, you know, drinking the bubbly, you know, (laughs) enjoying it. And actually Dara's group of friends, so his like lad group, two of them had gotten engaged like in just about a month or two before us. So there was definitely like that buzz among friends of like all the lads were proposing and everyone was trying to figure out their dates. So we were kind of all thinking, right, let's spread out the wedding so that we're all not in the same month. So we kind of just weren't, we were waiting to see what the rest had kind of booked before we decided to book. And uh, we just decided with September kind of thinking, you know, the weather is kind of decent yeah. in September I and know, that's I September 2021 yeah. yeah so it was 2019 when we were booking it so we booked it in May 2019 for September 2021 right and you know I presume then you've got like because I always find like the longer you have the more you build it up so like have you been on that journey of of like you've had two years to sit on on this wedding like have have you felt now that you've kind of I suppose gone over and over and over and it's like now this big massive ordeal or is it like you know because I've spread it out because I've been planning for so long that I could take it or leave it when it comes it comes yeah so I suppose mine and Dara's kind of personality is we're very like chilled like we're probably too laid back in some senses um you know we're just we go with the flow like I have to say neither of us have been stressed whatsoever about the whole wedding planning like we haven't had an argument we haven't had a disagreement like we're both just very on the same kind of path which is just so lovely you know kind of you get to the stage in a relationship and you're kind of like I think planning a wedding definitely you could see where like kind of cracks or things that you need to work on come out but I have to say like we haven't had any arguments and it's brilliant you know in that sense that's fantastic so 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 as you stand today what what have you where are you at so we have everything organized my dress I'm collecting it in June which is really exciting um I 
went to about eight or nine different bridal shops like pre-COVID and everything like that and I loved the whole dress shopping but I actually felt like I couldn't find something that I thought looked nice on me like for I'm like a really girly girl love like dressing up but I just felt kind of it was like an imposter syndrome in in bridal. It's such a big dress. Yes it is it's such a big thing and even just the ceremony of going to get the dress in the first place Yeah. yeah I can understand that. Now I had fun and I loved all of the boutiques I went to like there's some amazing places in Ireland I didn't go abroad or anything just kind of stuck local in that sense um you know like made weekends out of it like myself my mum my dad like Dara we used to go away like we went to Galway one weekend the boys would go off and you know like go for a pint and me and mom would go trying on dress shopping like dresses so that was really fun like I have to say pre-covid I had such a lovely build-up to kind of the fun wedding things like we planned weekends around it with my family which was really nice um, so yeah like I mean in terms of planning we've just kind of gone with the flow like um, my brother got married say September in 2020 so he got engaged six weeks before we got engaged right. so there's very much like it was all wedding talk there's only two kids in our house so like my mom and dad were like oh the two of you are getting married at the same time like this is crazy but uh, it was really fun kind of planning out my brother as well like yeah. you know and for the overall really house everybody's in it yeah, yeah so every everyone's invested and um so you're getting married you're due to get married this coming September yes very um, positive six very weeks positive. to go <laughs> so look we, we, we'll come back to that I'm going to move I'm going to move on to Hayley so Hayley you um you're on sitting on both sides of the yeah. of the spectrum so you're recently engaged I am surely <laughs> you are one of Ireland's leading makeup artists um you've been through the you've been on that that side of you know working with brides restructuring their days moving dates calming them down going through the drama the emotion which we all feel you know it's you know I think any of us that are you know in that space and all of you of course because you're getting married you're going to have people in your dms what are you doing and it can be very draining so you've you've had that side but then right there in the abyss of all of the doom and gloom out comes a ring Outcomes ring absolutely. Do you know what it was? Christmas. It was at New Year's Eve, um, and that week actually. Do you remember everything? Was it after Christmas? Yeah, we were told Eve that or... there was literally going to be till the end of the yeah end of the first week of January, and then everything was going to six. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Now he um, actually had the idea like early December um I there's actually a goldsmith in Castle Park Nigel O'Reilly he's amazing he's incredible and he invited me in in October to um this was like you know before any lockdowns or anything to do a little I suppose Instagram takeover right okay so was that unusual to be asked to do that um Yes and no. Like he was, he's he's local, and I suppose I met. I was at his um, masterclass the year okay. previous, so I kind of knew him, and um, so I went in, and you know, just did little. I suppose you know, showing rings and different things, and there, and poor Shane, I suppose, got like you know nervous. And he was he was with you at the time, was he? <laughs> no, he was not. Like okay. he was at home, so I was doing kind of a bit of you know work, maybe, um, and. So I suppose he kind of, you know, got the idea in his head, okay, she likes this, this guy, you know, she likes his stuff. And so I had no idea. 
I had no clue. Um, the day he told me that he got it, he said he had an appointment somewhere. And I was kind of like, where, you know, where, where does he have this appointment? And I was all thick with him that day. But yeah, it was locked down that week. And he had plans to kind of do things and obviously everything fell through and we were gonna he said well we go to the beach maybe in Westport for a walk and that was you know further than our 5k and everything so it all kind of went a bit belly up but in the end he just ended up um New Year's Eve we cooked dinner and the two boys were here and him and little Joshua who's one walked towards me with a ring box oh and that Jesus was I can't cope <laughs> yeah <laughs> waddles then, towards yeah, you yeah so that so was how could you say no like he was being very it was lovely there so it was no kind of you know though it was perfect for us because yeah. you know the boys were there with us and obviously with everything kind of there's this you know nothing open or nothing kind of happening so what that was, it was lovely it was gorgeous um and yeah all I just kept saying was thanks (laughs) I kept saying thank you thanks like are you gonna say yes or what like but anyway yeah so it's lovely and that was really nice I was in shock I think oh of Um, course because I'd say the least place you expected it to happen was just after family dinner yeah and he kind of said like everything just went wrong yeah like everything kind of he had ideas to do things and everything went wrong even though he had um the ring for a good few weeks in the house and I didn't know um but everything he planned kind of you know everything he planned just went wrong because of lockdown and that was it but it was perfect for us it was lovely gorgeous and so what so what was the next step apart from announcing on Instagram then it was straight into yeah so after that then it was thinking and I suppose it everything I think that week was fairly okay um in terms of you know um me being a you know bridal makeup artist as well and I think the week after that you know numbers started to maybe go up and and, you know things started to kind of get a bit more uncertain and I started getting emails after emails after emails in so I kind of got a bit of a panic myself as in we need to book something now because we're not going to get anywhere next year you know because the way things were kind of going and so we just kind of um had a look you know virtually I suppose I have worked in a lot of places so I know a lot of places um around and so did you like Kate have an idea in your head you knew in advance yeah I suppose I did probably because I have been to a lot of venues um, yeah. working you know so I had ideas I know a lot of suppliers and yeah. you know um, wedding um, organizers and that and I suppose I just threw a few emails out and got the feelers and and that and we kind of just sat down ourselves and yeah we kind of had pretty much everything booked maybe two weeks after we got engaged wow okay and do yeah. you, are, you, are you able to tell us what you've got booked yeah so we booked um the lodge at Ashford Castle oh beautiful um, yeah it's really lovely nice. and because we kind of thought like they can't hold big big numbers but we kind of thought it, it's perfect for if we can have you know the numbers that we want and if we are limited to numbers so we thought it was a perfect venue and it's gorgeous there and my grandparents are from around there and um it's, it's kind its of own little world isn't it yeah got exactly. just that little kind of and the village in Kong it's and it's so just lovely really yeah. really nice it's so nice and Ballantubber Abbey which is about 20 minutes from there lovely. so 
yeah so it's lovely so we it's perfect for us and we're we're delighted with it and yeah I kind of I I had my hair and makeup and everything done because I'm not doing my own makeup um bands we had bands booked we had it all done in like a week or two so it was brilliant but because I was in a different situation I think because the panic was starting to set in because I was like I could see all these emails coming into me so So I was kind of gonna go exactly and I was kind of like where are they gonna book who are they gonna have you know so I think we kind of had that sit side um and we probably look we you know we could have put it off till 23 but I suppose we're not getting any younger and we have the two boys so we'd love just you know to kind of next year to kind of get married if we if all goes to plan okay so we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. Um, I'm going to yeah. move on to Danny. Danny, Hi. Think, hello. Thanks for having me on. Oh, an absolute pleasure. I think we've, for those of you who have, who have followed you for a while, we've kind of all, we've, we've, we've gone through all the emotions with you. Danny. I feel like I've been talking about weddings with you, Sarah, for like years, <laughs> I know. like 10 years. I'm just going to hand day. you over Irish wedding blog. You're now qualified. Um, <laughs> the, so, so take us back um Danny to your engagements okay my engagement was in April 2018 so for Valentine's Day I was actually was I heavily pregnant I was about 26 weeks pregnant on Ollie and we have Everly as well a little girl I just wanted a break so I bought Kev the trip to Rome for like Valentine's Day so like I wasn't planning anything like that um, we hadn't even really discussed getting engaged, so I had no idea at all. But um, we got over there anyway, and he knows I'm a big romantic, so it's very cliche. So it was in front of the Trevi Fountain in Rome, in front of a big audience. It was like more defiant, even though I thought I'd love that. Looking back at it, I'm like, oh, my God, that was so cringe. Like, I was like, get up, get up. <laughs> but uh, I know, no, it was really nice, but... Uh, looking back now I was like I don't know how I didn't see all the signs because when we were going through the airport you know we only had little bags and Kev was checking his in and I was like why are you checking them in you only have like your 10 kilo bag you know we're only going for two or three days and he was like oh I want to check it in and I'm like if you check it in you know I have to wait for you then <laughs> like yeah. I'm not checking mine in we'll have to wait and he was like I want to check it in and I was like oh my god <laughs> you know yeah I can't some... deal with them <laughs> getting so pissed off with him but uh yeah so that's our engagement story and so so you were pregnant at 26 weeks so first I doubt well did you jump straight into planning I'm assuming you've bigger fish to fry with with the impending arrival of Ollie straight into it yeah you went (laughs) I think I thought if he proposed that he'd get a good few years out of me but like I had him looking at the venue the week after we booked our venue in the June yeah so we went and viewed about four of them but uh yeah I started looking straight away just like I always loved the idea of planning my wedding it was so exciting for me and there's such a build-up so that so when you put down your original plans what were your what, what did you have set in stone so it was all about the scenery for me I wanted to get married in a church so I absolutely love weddings like I love everything about them so I wanted a big wedding we have 230 on our guest list wow yeah we had 190 ex- accepted so we were six weeks out when COVID hit so that's how many we were having at our wedding the final number was 190 
Wow. Um, and where did you book? Sulfaris in Blastington. Yeah. So that news hit and you're six weeks out. Like you're pretty much on the home run. You're ready to go. So yeah, like I had had all the butterflies and it was a week before my hen, Kev had just got back from his stag. So I think I was more disappointed about that. <laughs> I didn't even get a hen and he came back from Budapest and um, I was due to go to Spain. There was 28 of us flying out, I oh think, my the God. following Thursday. And then they announced that the schools were closing. So as soon as they announced that, like you knew that was, yeah, that was it. So I didn't even get my hen. Like I, I'm raging. <laughs> So, so, so what, so what was the next step? So you had to obviously loop in with your venue. So what sort of conversations were there and what, I don't think the reality really set in that it would be this, it would get to this stage. So, so what sort of back and forth was it, did you have in terms of, you know, reshuffling? Like, did you know, okay, well then maybe 12 weeks time or were you realistic and saying, no, we're going to just push it out or were you just waiting and seeing? We went and discussed it with our with our venue and they were really, really good. And they gave out a few dates that were available for the rest of the year. So there was dates available, I remember, in July, August. Um, there was one in October and then December, I think. And we were even toying with the idea of, like, July. <laughs> yeah. Because we didn't realise, like, how, like the, how the world was just going to change, yeah. like, drastically for God only knows how long. So, but anyway, we went with October. So we went for the 1st of October in the same year. And then like as the weeks or yeah, I think weeks, not even months went on. I was like, okay, we're not getting married on the 1st of October. But we actually probably could have because yeah, there was like 50 then. And yeah. there may be 50 supposed to get married now. So yeah, I don't know. It's just crazy. Like we didn't expect it to go on this far, but we did. We postponed from the first of October then. So we were originally the first of May. Then we moved to the first of October and then we moved. Now we are the 17th of September. So we are keeping our fingers and cro- toes crossed. Or <laughs> so. So, um, so basically three yeah. times planning. And have you had yeah, have you been like able it. to um, move all your suppliers or have there been some that you've had to because oh, you've moved sorry, dates. yeah so yeah the first time around we managed to move everybody and we didn't lose out on any deposits which was great and everyone was very accommodating but we were on it like we you straight know away. we moved to everyone straight away so then when it came to changing for September we lost our photographer we lost wow. a good few I think we were we lost about 1250 in deposits and um and then like I had my flower girl dresses I got like you know flower girl um pajamas personalized robes you know all of that stuff like yeah. that was it they're quite expensive um because they would have all, all had the dates on them as well everything I'll never get anything personalized with a date again never <laughs> <laughs> I've but, nothing with the 17th of September on it I'm like no that's that's that day will 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 never be forgotten but you did celebrate you did mark one of the wedding dates if memory serves yeah, me correct we did. yeah we did um my or kind of local restaurants like I didn't plan this either I actually just sent them um like a 
an it's a Facebook actually not even on Instagram so they didn't know that I had like a following you know so it wasn't for a promotion or anything but I sent them a message and asked them would be able to deliver I was surprised to just knock at the door and leave the food there um we were supposed to be getting married and I wanted to market so this was kind of before all the takeaways were doing you know the cocktails and points I know yeah. you're not allowed to do that now but you were at the time okay um so he organized that and he came back to me the next day and he was like um hi Danielle I'm just wondering would you be up for a resident DJ Kev like Kev hates all of that but that's like so me and I was just like oh yeah sure why not I sent it into the whatsapp group to the girls and they're like yeah that's definitely like something you would do <laughs> so um Kev hadn't got a clue he thought food was coming at six o'clock I sent all the messages to whoever I thought might want to like come up and kind of stand around um or green because we had a huge green out front so then they came and they played our first dance on the lawn and I dressed up in my day two dress I was yeah in my day two dress and I got him just to wear it, um a little suit and everything and my friends got like a bouquet of flowers and a little one Everly and the buttonholes and everything and like the turnout that we had people like spread out the green was <laughs> was amazing Brilliant. and it was actually really nice and um I suppose going back out to, to to all to all of you like Kate you mentioned that you got to do this like phenomenal lead up with your family traipsing around the country staying overnight going dress shopping and really just reveling in you know the loveliness and I'm I know Danielle you got to do quite a bit before that as well and 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 I think Hayley you're you're starting out and I I know that because you're a supplier as well there's that kind of like there's the there's a little bit of the no fuss because you kind of have a probably a rough idea of what you want but I think you know a lot of the, the messages I get are the things that people would have always they they were looking forward to so like to your point Danny the the hen um, the afternoon teas, yeah. the going dress shopping with with, you know, with family and friends and just having that freedom to, you know, go get makeup trials, go get hair done, go pick out dresses in a in a physical shop for bridesmaids. Um, if, if, if you could name one thing that you really felt has been so far in your journey, you feel you've missed out on, you feel a little bit robbed. What would you say that is, Kate? I'll, I'll start with you. Probably in one sense, it is like even just doing things I haven't got to do much with like my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law, like they were meant to come dress shopping. We didn't get to do that. Like there's kind of those, I suppose I did a lot with my mum, um, but I haven't got to do a lot. Like one of my bridesmaids is in Edinburgh. Will yeah. she get home? You know, like I suppose it's the, this was the fun things it's I suppose being you're being a little bit selfish as a bride in one sense I did the same as Danny like the hens like I just talking to my bride my uh, maid of honor on the phone earlier and she's like we need to get organizing it and I'm like you know what I will have literally a couple of like drinks in the garden with all I want is the personalized like Mrs Rooney to be veil and get the tunes on like this stage I think you kind of the big stuff you don't care about anymore you just want like the people closest to you so it's kind of doing small things with the people closest to you that you miss yeah that, it's kind you of made know. you reassess yeah I've really reassessed like what's important kind of what's important in life that sounds so deep but uh you know it's just kind of the people around you just 
you've got to include them as much as you can in everything that you're doing with your wedding. Yeah. And, and Hayley, of course, you know, you're booking um, venues virtually and, you know, all those things that, you know, and, and I know this being a supplier because I felt it when I when I was doing it, you know, you feel it's your turn because you've gone yeah. through it on the other side for so many brides that, you know, yeah. th- there's that. So given you know that it is early it, on. Our engagement, we haven't seen anybody or haven't celebrated or haven't, that's the, like, we got engaged now three months ago and I haven't seen my friends or anybody. So I feel it's come and gone and we've had no celebration. Do you know what I, I mean? Um, so that is like, all we've kind of done really we haven't even gone out for dinner or celebrated ourselves really either do you know so yeah. I think like you know the engagement's important as well absolutely yeah um, so I really feel and yeah the whole virtual thing like I just can't wait like I don't know like when I'll be able to go looking for dresses hopefully this summer maybe hopefully um but yeah, it's the whole engagement thing. I still feel like, can I in a few months time say, can we have an engagement party? I don't yeah. know. Oh, I don't can think we? anybody would begrudge you. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't want to like, and I suppose, yeah, as a supplier, you're kind of again on the other side and you're kind of like, it's finally my turn. Like I'm doing bridal makeup for over 10 years. So I've seen a lot of brides. I've been to a lot of brides in the morning of their weddings. I've seen everything. And yeah. I'm kind of visualizing in my head, you know, what breakfast will we have? And, you know, like I know. that kind of thing, because I have seen, I, I, if I could count how many brides I've done and seen and families and, and everything. So, yeah, it's that it's finally kind of, you know, my turn to be a bride. But um, I'm just still a bit kind of edgy, do you know, that kind of yeah. way until everything kind of gets back to normal until yeah until we kind of see the until summer I get settle. back to work I think that's absolutely. what it is absolutely you know? um and and with that in mind around around the work piece you know what has been the hardest challenge um, in that space uh saying to brides that I can't do your makeup on your wedding day because I'm not allowed that's yeah. really hard that's yeah because some are probably I, saying I, I I'll, so I'll have you here you know I'd love to have you come do it irrespective of yeah but that, you know you can't compromise really hard um and you know obviously you know it you know it's 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 so tough so tough for brides and um, you know changing dates and everything like that and but it's equally really hard for suppliers to you know come up with dates and they're not available and you know it's it's and then they're losing dates and it's 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 really it's just challenging for everybody yeah um and you know you've uh, like you I suppose you've built up this business for so long um and you're 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 you know you hold dates for people but you can't get another job if you get me because you're holding you're holding dates so you can only do one a day there's only one wedding morning yeah so that's what's what's really hard I find as well you know um I can't go off to get a job somewhere because I've held dates for people and I can't work you know so it's kind of you're holding it's like restaurants like everything you're holding your business together at the moment you know and I think until we we get back to normal um you know things will start to kind of 
hopefully get a bit better um but that's what's hard because I'm seeing it on both sides you know yeah, so I, I am and I suppose I I'm probably a little bit more easygoing because I am seeing it on both sides do you know that kind of yeah, way you can kind of empathize on on the both but be you yeah. know you kind of have the inside track as a bride so that you can kind of set expectations 100%. in a realistic way 100 percent. Yeah. yeah yeah and um and Danny for yourself what's the apart from the hen which I think we all feel oh, feel God. the pain there and and yeah. I, I know that look you, you've planned you know three times which is no easy feat but the what would you what do you feel are those last kind of those last moments of build-up that have been the toughest I just feel like I have been robbed like kind of of the wedding that I dreamed of like all my life you know that kind of way but um like the people that I want there I don't want to tell people they can't come when I've already sent all my invitations and I've had my replies booked your honeymoon now to Wexford you know I like I I really just feel like I've just been robbed of what I pictured in my head that everything like was going to be just perfect but look you might come back to me next year and I've done the wedding with x amount people who knows and I've done my honeymoon in a lovely hotel in Wexford as well and I might be like it was all perfect I don't know but at the moment I just feel like I've really been robbed of this picture in my head that I've always had of what my wedding day will be like and how it's actually turning out to be and and I think that you know what what I'm seeing right which is I'm in a very luxurious position because I'd have I've been in touch with so many brides who are exactly Danny the way you know the sentiment that you're sharing where it's like you know and they feel bad that they they feel so strongly about it and feel so disappointed they feel guilty because weddings are seen as such a luxury but they're not they're like they're a legal rite of passage you know so so I would feel very strongly that people completely should mourn all the things that they feel that they're missing out on but the one good thing that I'm seeing is there is not one person and I mean this strongly there is not one person that's come back and said that it wasn't an amazing day and if anything you know they wouldn't change it for the world so it is it is a really funny one when you when you have to strip it back and go into okay what's the core piece that we can't live without you know it's it is it's just really really funny to see actually that like I've seen so many weddings over the years pre-COVID and you'd hear nothing from anybody and you could be on a journey with with couples for for a long time helping them plan and you'd never hear from them again once they're married. But there's something about this bubble of this um, unity, I think, and this community that's being created, I feel that there's and, you know, it's obviously people like yourselves that are talking quite vocally about it and sharing how you feel and sharing the disappointment and the highs and the lows that have been great support for for brides um, out there at the moment. But I suppose, what is it that is, and for Kate, for yourself, what is it that when you now, in this new reimagined wedding, what is it that you just look forward to the most? This is really cheesy, but like marrying Dara, like, you know, I just think lockdown has brought us, we're living together, just the two of us for the whole year. And it's just brought us closer together. And we both are just really excited. Like we've been through like my brother getting, you know, him getting married. He was 50. He like my brother had had 500 people at his wedding. Like he that's what he wanted. Like, you know, yeah. so to see that I go through this kind of distresses with my brother really kind of just showed me that. And then my brother, like 
he had the best wedding like it was so good with 50 and you know what every single person that's at your wedding at 50 or 25 really do make like they just love you like the love in the room like it's just like it's such a good feeling and that's where I think kind of we're definitely wanting to get married because of say like my brother's wedding of 50 my best friends at 25 like I wouldn't be I probably would have postponed if we hadn't had both of those weddings and just the love on the day yeah. is just it's it's even like as a, as a guest it was just oozing it was out so of people intimate. like yeah it was you so get intimate. that one-on-one time with people yeah oh it was amazing and even my friend like my best friend who got married at Christmas 25 like she had to postpone like it was literally a Christmas she didn't know if she was getting married or not what was happening they just went for it and we ended up having the hotel to ourselves which was unheard of and it was just it was something like she sent me photos just there and we were just laughing away on the phone being like can you believe it was 25 like who'd ever thought that yeah you don't love on the the pictures yeah unless the photographer captures the empty church or the empty ceremony but other than that it's you know it's still the couple yeah it is definitely hard for people though who wanted a big wedding and it is like it is smaller but you know what I think you have to focus on the love on the day makes up for everything else I think yeah I love that and um Hayley yourself what's it in your head now is it is it kind of get to get out of lockdown so you can do all the the planning pieces and all that or is it just like yeah get me up the I aisle. remember someone said to me you know get next and I'm so excited but I think I'm I'm a bit nervous like not nervous I just until as I said until I get back to work in the whole wedding buzz that's when I'll be like okay it's on. I'm getting excited yeah exactly and I remember my sister got married actually um December 2019 right before everything like yeah. it was 30th of December and I was bridesmaid and I remember standing like in, in on the dance floor and just looking around going oh my god like everyone we love is here you know all of my family they were all laughing having a great time and I think that's what I want like I obviously want to get married but I really just want everyone to have a good time have the best day um and like you know that's why you know I think it's it's just you know nice to be able to kind of celebrate with everyone that you want there and yeah. obviously look if it's 50 people I I would love 100 because I just as um Danielle was saying it's really hard to kind of leave out people that you really want there you know um but obviously look we'll have to see how things happen and work and whatever but it's just I think I just want everyone just to have a good time and it's not just about us either. It's about yeah. our families, you know? Yeah, it's, it's a day for family. them as well, of course. Yeah, it's about everyone and like our parents and Shane's parents and the kids, you know? So it's about everyone, I think, as well. And yeah. um, so, as I said, I just want everyone just to be happy and have a good time. And like, you know, even when I look at my parents' wedding videos and my aunt and uncle's wedding videos, and you know, you look back and you're like, oh my God, you know, everyone's having such a good time. And that's just all I want. yeah absolutely Um, and and Danny for yourself what's the big piece that you're looking forward to the most apart from your Wexford honeymoon yeah I know um 
No, I've just like the last few weeks, I just feel like I just want to get married. Like I've been playing my um, wedding playlist that we made like two years ago. But you know, the way I had all my wedding songs and everything, just going in the car to work and I can just picture myself like with my dad walking me up the aisle and, you know, eventually wearing that dress, um, you know, and seeing Kev's face and the kids are a bit older now. So in a yeah. way, it's like they'll be able to stay up later and, you know, they'll be in the wedding video. And just to have all my friends and family in one room for a meal and alcohol and dancing, you know, hopefully. But uh, yeah, I just really want to get married now. You know, like yeah. nothing else. You're really so ready. I just I just want like a celebration. I just want a day out as well. <laughs> I know. And, you know, isn't it so good that, you know, when all this is done and dusted or when things lift a little bit, that you do have a wedding to look forward to? We've yeah, got, exactly. Nothing on the books for the first I know. few years. We've we've nothing like it's so it's so weird. And everyone keeps saying that to me. They're like, make sure you're getting married now this year. Like we need a day, <laughs> you know, yeah. that everyone wants me to get married. That's um on the guest list but uh yeah no we really we really really want to go ahead and get married this year we just pray that the numbers are a little bit higher than they have been <laughs> yeah well look that's all you can hope for and I'm going to give you all um a final question that I ask every guest that comes on so we're we're talking about weddings and it's look amazing because we love wedding planning and look that's you know my passion but the um there's a bigger picture after the wedding day there's the marriage and I think for anyone that's gone through the the ups and downs the highs and lows of trying to plan a wedding in COVID I think that puts a lot to the test and as you said Kate you know you've you've had a really smooth run of it so when we think of of marriage you know that's that's it that's the contract for life that's what you're signing up to so a lot of you've been together for a long long time with your with your fiancés what do you think marriage is going to bring that you don't already have and I'll put it out to all of you so jump in someone will crack (laughs) so so what is it about marriage what is it apart from you know like is it is it the big day is that is that the piece or or what is it that actually for me I just really like the idea of having the same name as my kids as well yeah you know I don't need them like Kevin and I, we don't need the piece of paper. Do you know what I mean? It's not going to change anything in our, our relationship at all, I don't think. But I do like, I'd like to call him my husband and not my partner. You yeah. know, just simple things like that. And that we all have the same name. You know, when you're going up to school, they're not like my kids are Kev's name. Yeah. And uh, even, yeah, even for, you know, appointments and everything, they're asking your name and then they're writing the kid's name down the same um yeah just to call him my husband um well that's really it I don't think it's gonna change more yeah like it it definitely will like it is it's it's a big thing but I don't think it's going to change anything it'll just unite us you know as cringy sounds but unite us as a family yeah absolutely and um and Kate what do you feel will be the biggest hurdles of married life well, I suppose we've kind of been through a few hurdles in our relationship um, in the sense that Dara went back to study um, medicine as a postgraduate. So, you know, in that sense, it was a big change in our relationship, um, you know, for someone to go back to college. And he graduated last year 
and he's been working kind of I suppose on the front line through the last year of COVID and stuff yeah. so like we've kind of been through a lot of like personal hurdles in that sense that I just think I don't know like lockdown has brought us so much closer and we're both just so excited to be you know to kind of I suppose even booking the honeymoon we're going to Waterford on ours and you know it's like booking it as Mr. Mrs. Rooney yeah (laughs) I mean the mini moon has definitely like gone to the next level like um but you know it's kind of just I suppose becoming husband and wife like you're it's the next chapter in life like you're together so long you're living together it's like that next stage that you're just you know your husband and wife and it's I feel the fun I'm looking forward to just being like oh this is my hobby you know like the fun the fun part of kind of suppose getting older and getting to these next chapters you know that's what I like I suppose we're looking forward to 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 kind of that side of things um and whatever challenges I don't know married life brings oh as they do <laughs> six See, years in you don't have any kids yet so uh, we're probably like different to the girls we have no children so at the moment we're just like cruising on by just to do you're having all the fun yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and Haley, just I suppose to, to wrap up for yourself what in terms of and look you've kiddies the works so you're 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 far down that 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 relationship curve but how do you both manage conflict oh gosh (laughs) and how do you think now being married will will assist that I don't know will like will it like as Danielle was saying I suppose we have you know the kids and the it's probably not going to change too much and the conflicts might still happen. Um, But I suppose, you know, you just, you have to just probably make everything work, you know, and, and, and it's, it's, I don't know what really to say to that. As as Danielle was saying, the same kind of thing is just, I suppose, all to have the same name, the unity. Um, And how do I manage conflict? That's, like, that's so. If you if you guys work. end up having a disagreement, say it was over yeah. the wedding, it might be the table plans. It might be you know I I want such and yeah. such to come. Well, I don't want them there. I don't know them. Like, how do you guys go into that kind of resolution? Like, is there silent treatment or is it oh, head right. on conflict or um is there silent? I suppose like he probably always nearly settles with me <laughs> you know and I suppose like for an easy life you know it's probably yeah. like I'll let her have this one you know yeah. so and Happy wife, easy you, life. you know and I suppose he's kind of like oh well you know it's a big day for a bride I'm like well it's a big day for everybody but you know I suppose a bride probably visualizes it a little bit more from a young age and so we I suppose we just kind of look I think because we are probably that bit older we have the kids and we just it, it's not like marriage doesn't like we don't have to get married to, to you know to show that we love each other um but it's just nice that we can all kind of as Danielle said be a family you know like yeah. a, a whole kind of thing you know I think that's that's what's nice and um, and Ryan like our eldest son he's 10 so 
it's it's lovely for him as well you know he's he's it's a big it's, moment it's nice. yeah it is yeah. a big moment for him you know so it's it's nice um I think for him to be kind of like he's like am I going to be you know one of dad's best men you know so like it's lovely for him um so yeah I suppose we just sort it out absolutely <laughs> just yeah sort it out and like you can't you know, walk away can't walk away well you legally can bound. <laughs> legally bound legally bound um, but you, you can't like you know just storm out the door and you know <laughs> not come back but like no you can like but um no but talking like, it through and yeah like we just it's you know I suppose we just it's settle you know and things things work out and um it's just nice nice to kind of be married you know it is nice absolutely yeah and anyone have any final tips on for the brides out there who are really struggling to get their mojo back they really feel deflated any little tips of how you've managed to ignite some spark and fun and in this current madness um I think like it depends on what stage you're at but like there's so many options out there now at the moment that you can do virtually like there's virtual wedding shows you know you can really make a day of that you can especially if you have no kids <laughs> you can get cocktails yeah. you know make your cocktails and watch that live like this make is it a the big way occasion. forward now make yeah. it a big occasion and with the dresses and everything else then you can have your nights where you play or you can sit down and create your wedding playlist together um that's it really you have to kind of just make the most of it like whether it's wedding planning or not just this year and last year in general any like I said I'd celebrate the opening of envelope this stage I'm celebrating any occasion like (laughs) you know Mother's Day I probably didn't even dress up any other Mother's Day but yesterday or the day before like I went full on full face makeup hair done you know got dressed up had a dinner party with the kids because what else are you gonna do yeah. <laughs> you know yeah you just you really just have to make the most of it you know and try your hardest to like not lose the sentiment absolutely mm-hmm. the little wins isn't it yeah ladies thank you all so much for sharing your stories and I'm wishing you all the very best of luck on for some the the last phase for some the hurdle to go and look I'll have my my uh, my rosary beads out to get you that those a hundreds to get the numbers of a hundred uh, fully reinstated so oh, look, fingers crossed absolutely yeah. and look have have a ball in whatever way you can to Danny's point finding those little moments and please go and follow the ladies as they continue on their journeys um Danny the mammy Kate Kelly and Haley Coleman makeup please give them a follow and thank you so much for tuning in thank you Sarah thank you Sarah see you later bye thanks for listening to Real Weddings with Sarah thanks to producer Ruth Devaney voiceover extraordinaire Phil Colley and Pink Champagne Wedding Band for our Cool Finds jingle join me next week where we will be chatting to another top guest to get the scoop about their wedding day and married life until then you can find me at Irish Wedding Blog on social media channels